Next! podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to halloween costumes and have you got yours yet i'm not i'm not doing anything for halloween oh this is not just a question for you it's a question for the listeners you know like our listeners well yeah i'm I'm just as a listener of the show i'm also answering it Mm, i actually purchased my halloween costume today Ooh, and what pray tell will you be dressing up as? I will be Steve Harrington in the Scoops Ahoy costume. Okay. And Amanda will be 11. That's weird. Yeah, because... She... <laughs> I don't think you did that right. <laughs> no, she didn't, she didn't want to be um, Robin. Right, well, yeah. And uh, Stranger Things doesn't really have a strong female cast. So she has eleven with the uh, the was it was nineties romper, the eighties romper. Yeah, yeah. I was going to be. Excuse me, I was going to be, um, Ghostface, but they didn't Ooh. have that. Yes. Come on, a classic. Trying to throw it back. Yeah, she was going to be Cindy, but oh. I could not. Cannot find the ghost face costume. Cindy Prescott. Yes. But alas, we're not here to talk about Halloween just yet. We're here to talk about Hell in the Cell 2020. You are listening to us recap it on soundcloud.com slash grapples to apples. That's grapples is the number two. Apples, you don't like SoundCloud? We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on your grandmother's rotary phone. We are <laughs> on your grandfather's uh, Casio watch. It doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As usual, I am one of your hosts, the very sensual, the very clothed this time. <laughs> Mr. Sunglasses at Night himself, your boy, the general, your champion, Shades, joined by my hetero life mate, who's hopefully in the nude. <laughs> Sorry, buddy, not this time. Uh, Mr. Ill will the thrill, the poetary, and Shakespearean candidate, major English, whatever you need me to be, that's what I'll be, because baby, that's who I is. Thrill. Yes, sir. Sorry I keep yawning. Bro, I told you before we started, we got to stop trading yawns, bro. I'm sorry I keep yawning, but Hell in the Cell 2020 just wrapped up live from the Thunderdome, Thunderdome. in Orlando. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, the Amway Center in Orlando, Florida. That is the Thunderdome. Yes. We have seven matches on the card, one pre-show match. This was really a paint myself into a corner pay-per-view mm-hmm. and watch it just go downhill from there. Do you agree? Do you not agree? Like, uh, I think this was a show of one and a half matches and the rest was... <laughs> yeah. So we'll get into all the... <laughs> and everything in between as soon as Thrill yes. rings that bell. 
So we start, we kick off with the kickoff show. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> and the solo match on the kickoff show is our truth defending his 24 7 championship versus Drew Gulak. Um, yeah, our truth wins in five and a half minutes. <laughs> um, the match wasn't good. Duh. Like it, it, it not, not not in the sense of like oh they put on a bad showing because they didn't it was it was fine for what it was mm-hmm. it's the kickoff it's our truth on the kickoff show who just shines like a diamond he's hilarious he's like oh uh, little Jimmy told me that this is like I started raw talk so I'm here for raw talk now and Peter Rosenberg the great Peter Rosenberg my my dad goes no no like Truth, this is uh, this is the Hell in the Cell kickoff panel. He goes, nah, Sam Roberts, this isn't. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, it's 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 Peter, and um, he calls Peter Sam. He calls <laughs> Jeff Jarrett Road Dog. Oh God! And Booker T goes, yeah, and I'm Kofi Kingston, <laughs> and, and and Truth goes. Nah, I know who you are, Book, and that's Jerry over there. I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but oh, yeah, man. it was it was fine. Um, Truth is just still comedic gold. It's everything we love about him, uh, and everything we hate about the twenty four seven championship. We can that. we can kick the night off proper with easily. Both men's best match in a very long time. The Universal Championship is on the line when champion Roman Reigns, the tribal chief, takes on his cousin Jey Uso in the first ever Hell in the Cell I Quit match. And from start to absolute bleeping finish, hook, line, and sinker. Like this was a, you said it, a master class. Yeah. This, this was one of those, like, we're talking, obviously, you know, whenever we watch the pay-per-view, you, me, uh, Tommy boy and, uh, and the big Oog dog, um, where we always in the group chat and, you know, three out of four of us just couldn't stop gushing over this match. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, and I use superlatives, that I, I don't really usually use for a match like Roman Reigns versus Jey Uso, but this match was was flawless, a masterclass. This was, you know, with I don't even have words to use other than like this was perfection. Yeah. Um. Whew. So let's start at the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. Um. They're in the ring. Um. Roman Reigns is like mouthing something to himself. It's just he's like apologizing. He's like, "I'm mm-hmm. sorry, you know, I'm sorry for what I'm about to do to this guy." Yeah. And um, this match in particular always uh, definitely benefited from a closed arena. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, definitely benefit from a closed arena. Um, they get to turn up the mic up on mm-hmm. both guys. You get to mm-hmm. hear the chatter, mm-hmm. and it's just Roman mouthing off and it's just um hold on like i have to go back to our chat because like we were we're in there just repeating yeah. words that 
So, I mean, to, to start it off, Roman's like, you know, it didn't have to be this way. I'm sorry. I didn't have to, all you had to do was acknowledge me. It didn't have to be this way. And But he's saying that in, like, in a somber way. And Jay is hyped. Jay's like, nah, let's go. This is what you want? You want this? Let's do this. Let's go. Let's get it now. Let's get it now. And so then they lock up. And he gets the advantage with the headlock, um, which is great because we're seeing a progression of Jay Uso's ability to stand up to Roman. Because the last time they had a match, and they they started the match with the t- with the, the elbow and collar, and Roman used his power. This time, Jay uses his quickness to go into a headlock. So it's showing that you know there is a progression in Jay's performance versus Roman, which is like little things like that, little tiny things like that. I think go a long way, but um, Roman hits Jay with a couple of spears that like, we don't normally compliment Roman spears because they're not always great. The first one was good. He launched himself into Jay Uso. The first one was good. The second one was a bit high, but it was still like he put it. He put his body into it. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like he ran, like, when Edge does a spear, he, like, runs into you, hugs you, and brings you down. Roman dove into Jay's chest. Yeah, he he darted him right there. Yeah, yeah. It was just, like, you could tell these guys, for the sake of each other, for the sake of the story, they're just putting it all out there. Yeah. Uh, Roman pulls out a... No, not Roman, excuse me. Jay pulls out a strap. Mm, the leather strap. This part. Woo! And they are just beating the dog piss out of each other. And Jay well, goes, Yeah. Go <laughs> Jay goes, You gonna quit today, or I'm gonna beat to I'm gonna whip the dog expletive out of you. <laughs> and yeah. we're just like, oh my god. And they're hitting each other on the fleshiest part of their bodies mm-hmm. where you get maximum sound. Mm-hmm. And maximum coverage. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, ooh. It's funny because a little bit before that, I don't know if you if you or, or Tommy Boy noticed, um, Jay did say something like, oh, you ain't expletive. And then he went into the whole like whipping thing and he was like, oh, you gonna, you gonna quit or I'm gonna whoop the dog bleep out of you. And we're like, ooh, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. And then, uh, what was Roman's retort shortly after that? Um, so the ref asked Roman, "Are you going to quit, Roman? Are you going to quit?" <coughs> Excuse me. And Roman goes, uh, "Hold on one second. Uh, he says, um, "I'm uh, the head of the table. Doesn't quit." Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Didn't one of them call the other one to be at some point? Jay, uh, Jay called Roman the female dog. Gotcha. Yeah. So Roman with the the head of the table never quits. Still showing his dominance even when he's getting beat up. Mm-hmm. And and at, at some point in the match, uh, they have the the strap around each other's wrists, and Jay just goes in for the literal kill. Like he's <coughs> excuse, me, I got something in my throat. He's um. Choking Roman, and I was like, choke him until he dies. Deal with the belt. Like, <laughs> I'm like, choke him until he dies. You'll win the belt, and that's it. Happily ever after. Um, that's not the case. 
he lets he lets go of the hold, like the the chokehold, and the ref asks him, "Roman, do you quit?" He's shaking his head, no. I'm like, "Oh man, Roman's definitely gonna win now. I just don't know how they're gonna do it." So one little tidbit that I want to add that I that I'm I said in the in the comment in the in our chat quickly is that I thought even the ref played his part perfectly in this match. Um, so typically, oftentimes, the ref and or the announcers will kind of overstep on the match. And I thought this time they served it well. Uh, so they kept reinforcing the idea that the rule of an I quit match is the words have to be said I quit. It doesn't matter if there's a pinfall. It doesn't matter if they tap. It doesn't matter if they're knocked unconscious. The words have to be said. So this is relevant because as they're choking each other out, they both knock each other unconscious at some point from a choke. And it's useless because the ref's like, hey, I can't do anything. You got to say it. You got to say it. You got to say it. However, they still allow for the ref's discretion where later on in the match, um, like Roman was just flat out like murdering Jay. (laughs) Yeah, and, he was beating, beating him. Yeah, and so the ref was like, "Okay, okay, I'm sorry, I gotta call it, I gotta call it." And and Roman's like, "What do you?" He grabs him by the neck and he's like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Roman, look at your cousin. He's unconscious on the floor. I gotta. <laughs> he's, call he's out. He's out. I gotta <laughs> he's, call it. He's out." <laughs> Roman, no, <laughs> no, 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 he's not you're out. out. You're out, and just launches him out of the ring. And I was like. Best spot of the match. Best spot of the match. It was um, um, it was perfect. Everyone played their part to a T. And then the officials come in to try and, like, get in the way. And Roman's not having none of it. He's like, no one's going to end this match. Paul Heyman is trying to tell Roman to, like, chill out. And he tells him to shut the hell up at some point. Um, It, um, it was just everyone involved in this was perfect. <laughs> And there were um, uh, there were not so kid friendly curse words being thrown around that they were bleeping mm-hmm. out, and I was like, "This makes it so much real." Especially mm-hmm. when Jimmy comes out mm-hmm. because he sees <clears throat> he sees the state of his brother, and he's just like, "Come on, man! Come on, Oos! This is this isn't um." He's like, "This isn't Jay. This is Josh." You know, like he's like, "This is Josh right. in the ring right now. Look at this. This is Josh in yeah. the ring right now." You're looking at Josh and John. You know, Jonathan Fatu and Josh Fatu, whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> They're using their, you know, real names. They're shoot names. Yeah. So he's just like, this is, like, come on, man. Like, th- it doesn't have to be this way. Like, like whatever you're going you? through, yeah. whatever you're going through, we'll, we'll, we'll go through it together. And he's pleading with him. And I'm just like, Roman, crazy acting skills. Mm. Like, crying he's like i don't know i'm sorry i don't know what's going on like i i, I don't know what to do and i'm like mm, like he, he's, he's on his knees crying at first he's sitting he's sitting with his head in his hands crying and then as jimmy's pleading to him you can see the torment in his eye and then like they they grasp each other's hands and and that's that was it Roman was like, oh, word, gotcha, JK, lay down slow. Puts him Psych. in the guillotine, and that's where we get the finish. Where well, And this, again, this Jimmy's is great. Jimmy's in the guillotine, and Jay is still unconscious. But Jimmy starts in a panic, starts grabbing 
Jay's uh, hand, mm-hmm. and his, first his pants. And and okay, again, little things. He's pulling on Jay, on Jay's pants. Jay's pants are starting to slide down a little bit. Amateur wrestlers, I don't want to say amateur as in like Greco-Roman wrestlers, I mean wrestlers who are like, you know, inexperienced, will be quick to pull up their pants. Jay didn't budge. Jay played the part. When Jimmy grabs his hand and he starts screaming, help, help, do something, that's when Jimmy starts to come. I mean, Jay starts to come to a little bit, sees what's going on, slowly struggles to get over to try and save Jimmy, and then starts to yell, I quit, I quit, okay, I quit, I quit, enough, I quit, to save Jimmy. Man, whoo, just man. I wasn't happy initially about the the um the way the match ended. Really? It was not happy. Yeah. Like I was just like, "Ah, oh, that's weak. Like like you're saving your brother." And then I was like, "Nah. His brother saved him last time. Mm-hmm. He's saving his brother this time." Mhm. That's what's happening. And I'm just like, "Ooh." So, and, you know, Jay nice. No, Jay cares. <laughs> Jay and Jimmy care more about their own brother. They love their brother. They have that bond so strong that Jay, while is not he's not willing to quit for his own sake, he's willing to quit for the sake of his brother. Yeah, and and the, and, uh, and, and, this thing... t- and this goes into the whole family thing. You know, this is a family storyline. So the, he's willing to sacrifice the championship match, the pride, and just the match in general. And and remember the stipulation. Is that if Jay loses, him and his brother have to, you know, take orders oh, no, from not Rome. Just, not his, not just his brother. No, I, the, well, the whole. I'm getting there. The stipulation is that if Jay, that if Jay quits, if he submits, he loses. Him and, and Jimmy have to take orders and acknowledge Roman as the tribal chief, or if they don't, then the Usos and their immediate family will be exiled from the Anawaii family. So again, this is showing that Jay is willing to put all of that because of his brother, because of his bond to his brother and his family is that strong. Like that's just that's perfect story for a story that's about family trying to to dominate over family. Yeah. Uh, the end of the match, you have Roman Reigns. Walking up the stage. Mm-hmm. And something that I didn't see coming was his uncle and his father Alpha and are, are, I was, I was going to get there. Oh, I'm sorry. The Wild Samoans are standing at the top of the, the ramp on the stage area. And they have the tribal chief jewelry, I guess. It's like, you know, the neck piece. The lay. It wasn't a lay, though, because it's not flowers. It was hard, like, uh, a hard plastic or uh, like some sort of seashell or something. I don't know. I'm not okay. a Samoan. I don't know what it is. But they put it on, well, um, Afa is his father, right? No, Sika is his father. I think Sika is his father, yeah. Sika puts the, um, for lack of a better term, lays, uh, a lay on, like he lays Roman Reigns, and uh, Roman stands in the middle of the both of them, holding up the Universal Championship, and Jimmy and Jay are in the ring, 
and just defeated. The, the just the defeated look on their faces. I'm like, hmm. Where do they go from here now? Well, now they have to they have to, you know, serve as his cronies. It's like where do these where do they go from here now? And does the rock come uh back at the Royal Rumble? I'm not necessarily saying win the Royal Rumble, because I don't want that. Mm-hmm. When does he come back and faces Roman Reigns at WrestleMania? I don't know. Like, I think for us as wrestling fans, and you and I particular as avid fans of storytelling, you know, we might be kin to the idea of the rock coming for anything, but you gotta remember the reason he hasn't wrestled anything at all in the last X amount of years is because after he got injured in his last match it made it impossible for him to get insured when he does movies. Yeah. And considering he is currently the highest grossing actor in Hollywood, um, I don't know that he's willing to take that risk because he won't be able to do a movie for X amount of time because they won't insure him. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. (sighs) But But what... What they've done so far, since from the beginning of this whole program till now, has been perfectly executed. And I am confidently eager for the first time in a long time to see where this goes. Yeah. Um, my, my problem, again, with this is there's, there, there's not going to be much res- – there should be resistance met by the Usos. But there's there's not gonna be any resistance met by the Usos because y'all y'all have to fall in line now. Like yeah. that's it. Um, I mean, I think you'll see I'm, resistance. You just won't see physical altercations. I think you're gonna mm. see a lot of him trying to sick them on other people, and them want to be like, "Nah, chill. We're not about that." And then he'll be like, "Yes, you are, because I said so," or at least something mm-hmm. to that effect. Um. I think that's where we're going to see resistance. We're going to see him try to make the Usos do stuff that they don't want to do. And the Usos are going to try and fight back. and Not fight back, but they're going to push back a little bit. Until Roman's like, burps, ain't no pushback over here, y'all. So, I don't know. Yeah. We, we going to see. We going to see. Oh, that was another thing. Roman's like, nah, he ain't quit yet. He going to learn today. Yeah. <laughs> But let's move on to the next match. I feel like we can talk about this for the entire night as opposed to the rest of the pay-per-view. We probably should, though. Moving on to the next match, I guess. Where do you go from an an incredibly well-told story and a fantastic 29-minute match that felt like a breeze? You, You go to Elias versus Jeff Hardy. In a match that is born of nonsense, because Elias blames Jeff Hardy for hitting him with a car when it clearly wasn't Jeff Hardy. Yeah, and Elias Jeff wins Hardy's... by DQ. Yeah, I was say, Jeff Hardy gets himself disqualified by hitting him with the guitar. So dumb. This is so dumb. So next dumb. match. <laughs> exactly. Next match. Next. It's like we're we're going to be doing that. 
for a while. <laughs> the next match, The Miz taking on Otis for the Money in the Bank briefcase. And again, the match was okay. Um, the surprise ending was John Morrison gets himself uh, kicked out from ringside because he was going to hit Otis with the briefcase. Uh, the ref uh, kicks Morrison out. Uh, Otis, I don't. I was uh, he was just trying to the skull crushing finale. No, um, I don't remember how Otis gets uh, pushed towards the ropes, but Tucker hits him with the briefcase. Hey, brother Tucker. And I'm just like, nah, saw that coming. Otis hits the deck. The Miz with the shock looked on his face. One, two, three. Becomes Mr. Money in the Bank. Puts the entire WWE locker room on notice. And in the back, they're asking why. And he's, and Tucker says, Otis can't tie him his shoes without help. I did every I gave him the confidence to go after Mandy. I told him to be in the money in the bank. I did this. I did that. But they wanted to see Tucker. They want they wanted to see Otis. They wanted to see the worm. And I was the, the brains of the operation. So essentially he was jealous. Now can can you I and, point you yeah, and, I'm sorry, go ahead. Like you and Tom pointed this out, or you or Tom pointed this out, they were on different shows. What yeah. was the point of this? Exactly. Oh, that's what you were going to say? I said that, yeah. I was like, they can't even feud because they're on different shows, so what's the point? Yeah. But, okay, so real little thing that I, I, I swear, I'm always looking like for stupid little things. When Tucker comes into frame, I don't know if you notice, he's holding a little piece of paper in his left hand. Yes, yes, yes. I did remember that. That he clearly just finished looking at. And then once they cut to him, he throws it on the floor behind him. <laughs> Line. <laughs> now, what I think, I think when they hit back, when they hit Gorilla, someone was like, "Here are your talking points. Make sure you say this." <laughs> and he read it, had it in his in his hand, forgot, and then they were on camera. And he was like, "Oh, gotta get rid of this." Well, bring to the operation, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I, for some, I just, I feel like that's what that was. I feel like that. Especially because he just tossed it the way he tossed it, trying to be mad and inconspicuous. I was like, hmm, "Yeah, those are your talking points, poor guy." Hmm. Cue cards. Those scripts. Yeah. So next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, this match I actually thought was a good match. We had Sasha Banks versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um. You know, Sasha's done this three times now. She knows how to be in the Hell in a Cell. Her and Bailey have great chemistry. They always have. Um, they tried to get a little creative with kendo sticks. Then at first it was working, but then there was a spot where Bailey tried to duct tape two of them together, and it just flat out failed. Um, I'm glad that they recognized that it failed and left it alone, and didn't try and come back to it anyway. But um, I, I yeah, I thought for what it was, I thought it was a good match. Um, I actually didn't get to see this match because I had a, a, a bout of the tummy aches. So I was in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, I know that the, well, I know the finish because mm-hmm. I was listening because well, my bathroom is right next to my living room. So I turned up the TV. I didn't get to see anything. So I was just hearing, um, 
the uh the, was there any good spots? I mean, I heard Michael Michael Cole scream out like, "Oh my God, a meteora!" But he does that anytime there's a a, a Sasha Banks match. Well, Sasha was getting super creative with her meteoras. Um, at one point, they had a table that had w- just one leg up, so it kind of was like a, a ramp. And so yeah. she ran up that ramp and hit Bailey with the meteora. Oh, that's not what I expected. I thought she was going to learn from her mistakes against Becky, where they did the meteora through the table, but uh, Sasha had to jump for it because... Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. She used it as a ramp and, and hmm. launched herself into Impressive. a meteora. Yeah. Impressive. Um, there was a spot towards the finish where um, there was a ladder, if I'm not mistaken. Was it a ladder? Mm-hmm. I want to say it was a ladder. Yeah. It was a ladder that was, you know suspended to look almost like a table basically and so she launched she jumped off of that into a meteora um she was just yeah she was trying to be she was being a lot more creative with her spots which again i think this comes from third time's a charm you know the first time with and and all three of them were good um i i'm um i think i might be partial to charlotte yeah i think her and charlotte might be the best of the three um but she learned from those mistakes, like the table spot. She goes, okay, I am super skinny. I weigh nothing. I can't go through tables with ease. So they she, they didn't do any table spots where she has to go through it. They did table spots where she used the table, you know? Yeah. Um, and then again, that's just learning from prior experiences. Um, as, I, as I stated uh, in the group chat, I was like, now all four horsewomen have been in the Hell in a Cell match. That's true. And they've all been in a match with Sasha. Yeah. Uh, Michael Cole uh, screams out, it's boss time. She's the boss of the cell. And you and I are like, but she's so in two. two. <laughs> like, how are you the boss of the cell? You haven't won one yet. Even Bailey at some point was like, boss of the cell, boss of my ass. <laughs> Ooh, clever! Uh, but it's true. Like it, it's a. Dumb... I know plenty of people that wants to be uh, the boss of uh, Bailey's derriere. No comment. Um, but that's you know, you, you give that's a, WWE gives their wrestlers dumb monikers sometimes that don't make any sense. That's why I said, that's why I said Bailey's so cringe sometimes, man. Like I can't deal with it. Yeah, she doesn't. I I don't know. I like that they showed the history of them. I like that, you know, Bailey has a whole new look today where she wasn't wearing her regular tights. They look like jeans yeah. that were just, you know, Yeah, like she looked she capris. looked like the first the first female member of the shield. Oh, come on, guy. She was wearing her her um like training shoes. Wearing her training shoes, she had her, her black pants with like her her uh metal holes. I was like, "Hey, I had that belt when I was in high school." Um, but yeah, I mean, again, I thought it was a really good match. It was, it's tough because we hit such a hard decline after the Roman Reigns, Jay Uso match that even though this was a good match, it was real, like it was a struggle to be pulled up, you know? Yeah. But anyway, next. Yeah. Uh, next you get Bobby Lashley versus Slapjack because oh. Retribution, uh, threat, uh, you know, they offered, a match, uh, Mustafa Ali offered MVP, you pick one of your guys, I'll pick one of mine, and we'll see who's better. And Bobby Lashley had a 3 minute and 57, 50 second match against Slapjack, which Slapjack tapped out to the hurt lock. 
next. Yeah, uh, and the main evento was Drew McIntyre defending his WWE Championship versus Randy Orton in the Hell in a Cell. <sighs> Boy, I don't. God, you wanna? Because I don't wanna. Uh, this match started off uh, Drew McIntyre coming out first. Randy Orton attacking him from behind. They jostle outside the ring for a little bit. And then the match just hits a lull. Until they uh, Randy Orton opens up the Hell in the Cell. And they climb up to the top. And the top hits a lull also. First of all, it's dark up there. So we can't really... Uh, it's not really like uh, illuminated well. So it's kind of like shadowy. It's like... Uh, okay... Unless you're both falling through, boring. And your brother actually said this. He's like, they both fall through, which is not going to happen because super dangerous. Um, he's like, they both fall through. The Miz comes out, cashes in money in the bank. Mm-hmm. I was like, I like that. Alas, that did not happen. You have them fighting on the side. And I'm sitting here. They're both standing on the side of the cage on elevated... So they had like little footholds there. Yeah, which they've done the last few years. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, you really want to like knock my socks off and redeem yourself? RKO him from there. Alas, they didn't do that either. Uh, Drew McIntyre just falls off. Is this not the third year in a row where they did that same exact spot? Where the two rest, two participants were on the outside of the cage, and one of them like just fell off, or like they hit their head against the cage and they fell off through to the table. Did, haven't I seen this before? Like three years in a row. Yes. Okay. So Seth and Dean, uh, Becky and Sasha. And I was then... gonna say didn't. Uh, yeah, I knew one of the women. I thought it was maybe uh, Charlotte, but no. Yeah, definitely one of the women. Oh yes, 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 yes. It was, it was Charlotte, was, right? Char- Charlotte. Charlotte and then this this spot. It's it's a common spot. Like they gotta, you're not they gonna stop. get a you're not gonna get a Mick Fol you know why? It, it they want blood and that's what you're gonna get. Um they want then you're not gonna get a Mick Foley esque being tossed off the cage. That's Look, not I'm happening. Not, I'm not saying I need to see Foley die again. I'm not even but like, okay, how about the uh, sure, it didn't look great because it was a push more than anything, but the take a Rikishi spot it was safe as the, all get out, but at least it was something. But you're, these are different times. Like this, it's harder to, especially right now with the uh, COVID. You know, it's everything. You you hear everything. Everything's like, yeah. This is a clean. Yeah. It was a clean break. It was a clean spot. Like Drew landed flush. It was perfect. Um, to get Drew back into the ring, though took like five or seven minutes instead of like randy picking him up and bringing him he's we have to watch drew mcintyre crawl towards the entrance of the door and then get put in the ring just to get claymored to roll out for drew to then struggle to put randy in to Go for a backslide, two count, Claymore, miss, RKO, one, two, three. We have a new WWE champion, and you and I 
are just praying to hear. Awesome. And we didn't. So it was awesome. And it, it, it would have been perfect because while, while the Miz is coming out, Randy can look back towards the Miz coming out. Drew can run up. Claymore him, the Miz and Morrison put Randy back in the ring, skull crushing finale, one, two, three, we have a new champion again. They didn't do that because they're not good at storytelling. <laughs> and and that, that's that's the only way I can describe it. And that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. And that is the crux of the, the argument. argument. Prime Stone Cold. Awesome. And this is Steve what Austin I decree. <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, gosh, yes. Oh, boy. Okay, so that wrapped up the show. So let's do what we do. Do we even have to? I mean, I think the match of the night is done saying. We have to do our our rating system. So match of the we night, have I to think do goes our match saying. of the night is is a clean sweep across the board for everyone. Um, Roman and Newton and Jay. Let me ask you: This is completely irrelevant and inconsequential to our show. Okay. How many stars does Meltzer give it? Four and a half. You think so? If he's not, if if he doesn't want to show bias, yeah. Right, so I, remember, I, Meltzer always like takes points off for gimmick matches. So he's not going to give it five. At the very most, he'll give it four and a half. That's why I, like, he's he's not into the whole like Hell in the Cells or I Quit matches or stuff like that. Unless it's like, it, there has to be a, a clean finish. Um, that's why I didn't say five. Uh, he's also very into the storytelling. And yeah, but this, he's also into the technical... And as good as, like, this wasn't a bad wrestling match, but this also isn't, you know, Pete Dunne versus Walter. You know, this isn't exactly Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels. So, does he take points away for it not being a technical wrestling masterpiece and just a storytelling masterpiece? I don't know. I mean, it depends on how he feels today. I don't know. I think if if Uncle Dave does right, he's got to give this at least four stars minimum. For yeah, this is easily a four star though. But anyway, we're not here to talk about Meltzer. So we're saying that this match one hundred percent is our match of the night. Now, Correct. We got to do what we do, man, because this is going to be a roller coaster. We got to rate no, this not. bad boy. So while some shows do star ratings, some people do letter grades. We here at Grapples to Apples, we like doing topes. So you get zero topes if you're an abomination to the world of professional wrestling. And you get five topes if you are God's gift to professional wrestling. So the way we normally start this, we start at a 2.5, even down the middle. And then we let the needle sway based on the matches. Shade, do you want to go first? Um, no, I want to hear your reading because oh, you, you, you got to actually watch all the matches. I didn't. Okay, so started at two five. Kickoff show does nothing for me. Stays at two five. I don't. I don't want to put too much weight into a kickoff show. Yeah. Um. The oh man, Roman versus Uso. Oh god. Like, 
I'm trying to be really intellectual about this because emotionally I want to be like, all right, so we're at a four now, right? But I'm not gonna, I don't want to give it that much. <clears throat> oh god, that's really good though. Okay, I'll say it brings it up to a three point five. Okay, at the very least, it brought it up a whole point. After this was Elias and Jeff Hardy. Oh boy, that brings it down a notch. Um, so down to a three. And then after that was the Miz versus Otis. Didn't bother me. It's a three. Uh, Sasha and Bailey brings it back up to a three point five. Uh, Lashley versus Slapjack brings it back down to a three. And then Orton and McIntyre, 2.5, I guess. So you're right down the middle with this. I guess so. I mean, I super loved the first match, and I was into Sasha and Bailey, but the rest of the show could kind of go fly a kite. Um yeah, I guess I, I guess two point five makes sense. All right. So, are you ready for my my rating? Oh boy, give it to me. Go ahead. Our truth and Gulak, we don't usually ever rate a pre-show kickoff match or whatever you want to call it, unless it's got to be like AJ versus right, like right. Shinsuke or something. It's got to matter. Gotta a good match, a really good match. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're starting at a two point five. Now, Roman versus Jay. I'm going to get some heat for this. Brings from a 2.5 to a 5. Woo! We are at a 5 right now, ladies and gentlemen. Wow! We haven't had a 5 since Wrestle Kingdom. Lordy, lordy, we like to party. Now, if this match ended here, the pay-per-view ended here. WWE gets its first five from me. But unfortunately for them, it did not end here. Elias and Jeff Hardy brings it down to a 4.5. The Miz and Morrison didn't do anything. The Miz and Otis didn't do anything egregious. So it stays at a 4.5. I didn't get to watch the Sasha Bailey match. So that stays at a 4.5. Going into the last two matches... Lashley versus Slapjack. Knocks it down to a three. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah, I thought you was, was going to get a five. That, <laughs> that was funny. You lost a whole point and a half for a three-minute, four-minute squash match um, that we didn't need. And the continuous burial of retribution. Mm. So that that also plays into my, my rating. Okay. The main event, oof. I'm trying to be nice, but I was. I, usually, I like I I complain to your brother about this, like, hey, like don't complain so much. But he was right. I was right. This match was boring with a capital effing B. <laughs> From start to finish. Boring. You go from a three 
to a 1.75. What? 1.75. Whoa, boy, you are swinging that pendulum hard today. Yeah. I am, I was, I was, after the first match, it it was a roller coaster. You said it, we were going up with the pre-show. We got to the peak, which was the first match, and it just went downhill from there. It was boring. So for me, the third time watching this, especially watching Randy Orton win another world title, which we don't need, 1.75. I'm ending on that. Wow. <laughs> I did not, under any circumstances, see that coming. Wow. Well, 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 well. well they only lost a point and point and a hour, a point and a quarter. It's not like Bobby Lashley and Slapjack who lost a point and a half, you know? Well, bro, I'm saying though, like you flew you you went on both sides. You you went as far as that you were sitting at a five at one point. Uh, at the start. It was like Icarus. They flew too close to the sun to burn the wings up. That's it, it's over. That's they came crashing down to earth. Crazy, that's crazy. Wow, yes, it is. I, I am. I, I feel like I know you well enough that I'm seldom shocked by your ratings. Most of the time, I'm like, yeah, that sounds about shades. But Mother I've been too. Girl. I've been too lenient with my gradings. Too lenient. I got to get back to that, like that Meltzer grade, like. <laughs> and this was not Meltzer Green. Because everything but New Japan is trash. <laughs> uh, anything but AEW New Japan is complete garbage. Like Brown for Glory, which we'll talk about on our weekly episode. Yeah. Wow. I'm I'm still I'm stunned. Wait till Tommy Boy hears this one. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um well then. I guess <laughs> that wraps up our show for the night. Sure does. Sure oh, does. I'm I'm stunned. Almost as stunned as the Dodgers were last night with the way that the Rays won that game. Hi oh. Did you watch that game last night? That game was nuts. How? Oh, actually, when we get off, real quick, I'll tell you about my night last night. Okay. Um, okay. So. <laughs> You've been listening to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples Apples. That's Grapples, the number two apples. You don't like SoundCloud, you got Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. It doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media page. That's Facebook.com and Twitter.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples, the number two apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you're going to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. Because we appreciate it. I promise we do. As always, I've been one of your hosts. Ill Will the Thrill, the Poetarian, Shakespearean Candidate, Major English, whatever you need me to be, that's why I be, because baby, that's, that's who I is. Joined by my hetero life mate, tell him who you is. Man of the hour, man with the power, too damn sweet to be sour. Cream of the crop, rice, that's pretty sour right now. Cream of the crop, <laughs> rice to the top, your boy, your champion, the general, Shades. Uh, don't forget to check out our episode, our weekly episode that just aired yesterday, this week, next week, and every other week. Because an apple a day, it's a bad wrestling. Bruce, peace and love.